Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, this is Stemage from Metroid Metal, Steven Universe, and Viking Guitar Live. And you're listening to The Budget Arcade. Hello gamers and welcome to Budget Arcade, a free-to-play gaming podcast to help you navigate through the growing realm of free-to-play games. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. And I'm Elliot. And welcome to episode number 41. Yeah. Yeah. Elliot is not here this week. He is uh, sleeping right now, getting his beauty rest because him and Tessa are going to be flying out to Florida. They're flying to Florida. Yes. Okay, I thought they were Florida. already here and were flying back. No, no, no. That's next weekend that they're flying oh, okay. back. All right, so just to recap, we play a free-to-play game each week, and then we rate and review it. And I will take this part since Elliot is not here. Please, because I was not prepared. Uh, this week is was Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Uh, it's a social simulation. It's done by uh, Nintendo as the developer with ND Cube as well as Nintendo as the publisher. Um, it was released on October 25th, 2017 in Australia, and then the following month it was released worldwide. Uh, the game continues a series of social simulations that allow players to interact with a small campsite with various campers performing small tasks, engaging in commerce and decorated living spaces. So I don't actually know this. Did you play any of the previous Animal Crossing games? I played... Oh, I think I was the one on GameCube that I played. That was the and I first think that was, what, one, wasn't it? That was the original. Yes. Yeah, that, that uh, was well, the original one. That's I the think only there, in Japan there played. was one on N64, but in America the first one was um, that one, the GameCube one. Okay, yeah, that's the only one that I played. Yeah, I pretty much just played the one on DS and 3DS, and that's about it. Gameplay. So gameplay. Uh, this it's gameplay. Hmm, is that a strong word? So, yeah. Uh, I I mean, it's kind of a point and click type of gameplay. Yeah. So there are controls, and uh, okay. Let, let's let me back it up a little bit because it's hard to describe in this game because you really, in the grand scheme of things, don't do a whole lot, right? But 
there's a lot to do, if that makes any sense at all. So first off, the game looks great. It looks colorful and bright. Nintendo, once again, their graphics on their mobile games are top notch. And that's the same thing here. I, th- I thought the game looked as good as any Animal Crossing game I've ever played. Yeah, it definitely has the Nintendo polish to it. So you are a villager, as you would be in one of the other games, but you go camping and it turns out you're running the campsite. You're supposed to be managing it, uh, which is what you would kind of expect. I think they call you like the camp counselor. Um, Yeah, so you are tasked with um, kind of meeting all the different campers on this location. Now, the if you've played any um, Animal Crossing games before, you kind of have this small patch of land that you wander around and pick flowers and shake trees and fish and find seashells. And you just kind of do all these little harvesting things. Uh, here, you have an even smaller patch of land, like very small. and But you have several of them. So instead of walking to... Uh, Tom Nook's place, you would go into the menu and tap to go to the store or tap to uh, like, so one of the things in the gameplay is there's tons of missions, right? And just little objectives like catch five fish and then you click it and you get some sort of payout, whether it be bells or um, some of the other different currencies in this game. Um, And that's materials yeah you get materials like wood uh because there is a crafting element which is not something uh i've seen before in a animal crossing game i haven't played them all but largely you just go and buy the things you want from the store where in this you actually have to work towards them so largely the gameplay is just you tapping on your screen to go to different locations which i guess you could say about any mobile game but it felt more tedious here than in other games because it was just like you know when you boot up a mobile game like chess rush and when you first turn it on for the day you click oh here's your reward for logging in and then oh i gotta go claim these prizes over here so you click and claim those prizes and you take usually a couple minutes just to kind of claim everything for the day and then you dive into the gameplay this game is just tapping to click in your stuff for the day does that sound fair? Yeah, I would say that's about pretty accurate. Um, but, you know, like you have to go and talk to each animal. and But, you know, that's part of the dailies as well. You click on each animal. And once you get far enough in the game, there's an option. You get this, like, Pelican Pete or whatever the hell his name was that will actually allow you to send the items that the animals need via mail. And so that like sim, uh, simplifies it even further where you don't have to go to each area to find said animal to give them whatever item they're looking for. You just need to go to those areas to collect items in the first place. And a lot of the missions are like fetch quests. Um, hey, I want this type of seashell. So I got to go find it and come back. You know, it's it's just kind of the bare bones style mission. Um, it has. Yeah, I mean, it was all pretty much fetch quests. Pretty much. There was very little other than that. There were some uh, different modes that opened up once you got a little bit higher. Um, What level did you end up getting to, Jeff? I don't remember. Um, 
five or six or I don't know. I honestly didn't pay attention to the level. I think I was higher than that because I did try to make as many friends as possible and I concentrated on the friend level. Um, so one of the levels, so Scott's talking about you do level up and that affords you more unlocks and things like that. But also your camp mates also have a friendship level of up to three hearts, I think, as you can kind of max it out. Um, you can actually get it up to, I got most of mine. There was uh, some that I had up to 10 hearts. Depends on what mm. um, items you have available to put at your campsite because there's specific items that they crave, so to speak. And if you have those items, it'll actually increase your maximum friend level that you could have for those characters. And I got a couple of them that were their maximum was 10 level or 10 hearts. I didn't get them that high, but I okay. could have. Okay. So I would assume that if you have all the items that they like, it's probably quite a bit higher than what you probably think it is. I found it hard to come back to the game because there wasn't anything engaging to come back to. So like I was saying with Chess Rush, when once you're done clicking through all your daily earns, there's a really fun game underneath to play. Um, and to be honest, I don't know how much... It, because even with uh, Animal Crossing, I wear out. You know, I get the game and I maybe play it for a, a month. And then I get tired of signing in and pulling weeds and picking berries. And, you know, it's just monotonous. And then there's just some of that charm is missing because you don't have, you don't really feel like you're part of like a little tiny town like you do in animal crossing because it's so disconnected because you're tapping to go to individual places to see certain members of the campsite where in a regular animal crossing you'd just be out and about and they'll they'll be doing their own thing i found it hard to come back to this one yeah and i can see that happening as well uh i did try to pour as much time into this game just so I could give it a fair shake. Um, I think I got to, I know I got to at least level 13, but I think I might have made it to level 15 because I unlocked every section of my campground. I could uh, put down two tents. I could change the backgrounds and the tree line and all that of my camp. Uh, I unlocked, I think, all the mini games that they have within the game because there was a... Uh, there's like a treasure map thing that you can play. There was a, there's like a quarry that you can do, but only if you have like certain number of friends. And this was online friends, not the characters that come and visit your campsite, which that's another part that we haven't discussed yet. Um, you have the ability to make online friends and people can actually go and visit your campsite and look around your campsite and decide to, you know, give you kudos or whatever they want to do or befriend you. Um, if you have, like, I believe it was five friends, you had the ability to go into the quarries, which I didn't have five friends yet by the time we recorded this, so I didn't get to play the quarry to see what that was exactly. Uh, but I did unlock the... It was like a, um interior decorating type of uh, mini game that they had where you had to decorate the room specific to the character that the room was for and they wanted you know specific items and if you had those specific items you could put those in there and it would give you a ranking you know uh, up to three like medals depending on how high the ranking was that you got and that was one of the mini mini games and i think that was about it 
it did so while we were playing there was a christmas themed event that opened up i want to say on friday mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken and that one allowed you to plant specific type of flowers in your garden which did you open up the garden or even get to the no, garden i didn't get to the garden okay so the garden is to the left of your campsite once you open it up or once you get to the level that opens that up and you can plant flowers there and so this Christmas themed event is you plant a specific type of flower and then these butterflies come there and you're supposed to collect those. And when you collect those, you unlock other things for the event. A lot of the stuff is just, you know, unlock what you can to progress in the game. And that's basically all there is to the game. Yeah, I would it's just it feels like all this. It's a game full of rewards you would get for playing another game. Like it all feels ancillary. Like if I were playing, um, shoot. What's another game? You know, uh, Fallout Shelter. And it's like little perks and things you get for doing well in the game. But instead of that, it's just the whole game. It's just a matter of doing the menial tasks at hand to get the rewards. And without engaging gameplay to get behind it, it's kind of hard for me to want to do it. Yeah, I agree. It's There's not really a whole lot of quote-unquote gameplay here. It's just tap and collect, tap and collect. Walk over here, tap and collect. Plant this, tap and collect. Uh, you can be like, uh, okay, I want to create this item and wait for it. This is a hurry up and wait game too. You oh, yeah. make your items and then you wait for them to be done. Um, sometimes they'll take 30 minutes. Sometimes they'll take five minutes. Sometimes they'll take a whole day, depending on how uh, rare the item is, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe we better hop over the paywall. Paywall. So you can purchase bells in this game which is the main currency within a game and those bells can be used pretty much for everything else if you don't have enough materials to craft something use the bells to to purchase more materials uh if you want something to finish faster use bells uh if you let's see let's see if you need like you want to play a certain mini game use bells well there was like furniture if you don't have enough friends to be able to activate it yeah and like decorations. Yeah, some furniture, like the, the, the really, really good furniture and decorations, the rarer stuff or the stuff that is specific to an event that they've brought back, you have to purchase with bells. They do have that green money currency um, that when you actually pay real money, you buy this green, it looks like a dollar bill with the, the, the new leaf leaf on it. Um, and then you can, of course, convert that. That's the bells. That's the, I thought the bells were the money sack with the star on it, because that's generally what they are. Yeah, in but that's game. what that goes into. No, no, no. So the money sack... Oh, wait, you're right. I'm sorry. You're correct. I completely screwed that up. Yes, the bells is the money currency that you can get and earn the... What did they even call that? I was the uh, remember. Yeah, I think it was like the leaf currency okay so anything everything i just said was actually the leaf dollars that you can purchase not the bells now um this is one of those games though that actually allows you to earn the premium currency through gameplay and in my playthroughs it was it came pretty fast and heavy i don't know you played more than me did you notice like a slowdown and the frequency of that money coming in? There was a little bit of a slowdown, but what I did notice was as I started to get further in, I actually had to start using that currency. Um, I So 
when I played, I was trying to specifically craft as much stuff as I could just so I could raise levels, get certain characters to come to my campsite, do the uh, interior design game because that also like helped, you know, pass the time for what I was doing. So my goal when I was playing this game was to try to craft everything that I could. But I get to this point where like cotton was one of the the um, materials that you needed. And I haven't gotten any more cotton from any other creatures. And I'm having to purchase it with those dollars to be able to craft most of the stuff. And so it comes to this point where this is a pay to win because of the fact that if you don't have that leaf dollar, I mean, you're going to run out of them pretty quickly. Like, I think when I started using them, I had over 400 of them and dropped it down to under 300 pretty quickly i find it funny to call it pay to win because there is no end game here no and there's and not you're not really but competing. to get you know whatever items right um it's kind of funny because we talk about games with microtransactions that are cosmetic it's like hey that's the way you're supposed to do it but with a game like animal crossing where it's all cosmetic anyway that i guess i can see why that feels like pay to win <laughs> because the goal is to for cosmetics but you're really it doesn't bother me here because you're really not competing against other people. There's still a lot to acquire even without paying for it because there's just a ton of stuff. Yeah. I didn't find the might and I found like when I looked at the price of the transactions to be fair, you know, reasonable, nothing crazy, but if I enjoyed the game, I could see myself playing it without ever putting anything into it. Replayability. There is quite a bit of replayability here. Again, if you want to play the game. Right. I personally was never really a fan of the Animal Crossing series. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you were, Jeff. I tried. So, like, I bought New Leaf on the DS, and there were moments when I enjoyed it. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. The most fun I had with the game, actually, was on the original DS. Um, my sister and I shared a copy. And so we actually, you it, on that DS one, you could play multiplayer, kind of. You could, uh, we had one copy of the game, so we both lived in the same house. And when you turn the game on, you picked which character you were going to play. And so my sister would play her character, go out and do her thing. And then I would get the copy from her and I would go out and do my thing. And that was actually kind of fun because I would go down. So I lived, we had a two story house. So I lived on the top floor and I put all my gear up there and she had all her stuff on the bottom floor and you'd go downstairs and see all the changes that she made. And I thought that was cool. And she'd come upstairs and you could like customize your wallpaper. And I had like poop wallpaper and I made, you know, Sonic's sheets for my bed or whatever. And there's just lots of customizability. So when I, when I had something to play with in that fashion, I enjoyed it. But outside of that, no, like I got the one on, um, uh, the DS, uh, the 3DS and played it for a couple weeks and then just like not having a good time, just kind of bored. Well, the GameCube version actually had that as well. Um, if you had more than one person playing in the same household yeah. and you would have that ability to be able to look at their stuff as well. In this version, you kind of have that ability with the multiplayer section where people can visit your camp and check everything out. I mean, if you were to befriend like your normal friends 
and they play this game as well, then you guys can check each other's campsites out and be like, oh, kudos to you on this and all that. But other than that, I mean, that's the only similarity between the two is that uh, of that part of the game is concerned. Yeah. And, and I don't think that's the same. Like sharing the same world and having the same characters and uh, writing a letter to your friend to have them the next time they log in to check it. I That was just a more fun experience. Uh, we should also mention that the multiplayer in this uses Nintendo's favorite thing ever, friend codes, uh, which are just annoying, but... You know, if you've used Nintendo games before, you're used to it by now. Yeah, I mean, this game you couldn't even connect to, like, your social medias. Like, so when we played uh, Mario Kart, mm -hmm. you could actually connect to people who were connected to your Twitter. Um, and you could invite them to play with you, or not play with you, but you could befriend them via your social medias, where this does not have that. But I think it's because this game is so much older than the Mario Kart game was. Um, Mario Kart came out this year, whereas this came out two years ago. So that functionality, I don't believe they decided to even put in this game. Yeah. Well, and I think like Animal Crossing should work on mobile, but I don't understand why they couldn't make it more like a regular Animal Crossing game where you have a a full level like world to explore. I mean, it's a small world even in mainstream Animal Crossing games, but this just didn't even do that. And I would think that you'd be able to make that happen. But, you know, I don't know. I'm not a developer, but I've seen some pretty impressive games on a phone. And I would think that they could make that happen. Judgment. All right. So at the end of each episode, we decide if the game deserves our seal, which is our general thumbs up or thumbs down. It needs a two third vote to be approved. Uh, Elliot did email me his commentary on this so that we have his vote on the seal uh jeff what do you give this uh this is a no i and uh we did get a, a commentary that i'll talk about afterwards um but i the sentiment i agree with is that there are other animal crossing games that are this is an animal crossing it's a it's I've never played these tapper games i guess uh, I, i've heard of these things where you just download it and just tap and then I guess you'd get money. I don't know. I might be old manning that and don't know for certain, but you just tap around. I, no, I don't, I don't like this game. Um, this game, I, I'm like I said, I'm not really big on the Animal Crossing genre. Um, I never was like big into any of these types of games. This is like, isn't this the same genre that, um, oh, what was that game you reviewed on Neo Retro? Uh, oh, like uh, Stardew? Yeah, Stardew. No. It's within the same realm of the, as that, right? No. So Stardew is more of a farming simulator where you you're planting and harvesting, and there's actually a point to what you're doing. Um, where even core Animal Crossing, there's really not a point. I mean, your point is to live in the area, and there are objectives if you want to do them, but you certainly don't have to. Whereas like Stardew Valley is more of you're supposed to build your farm up. The objective's a little more clear. Well, I mean, the objective in this is to build your campsite up. Yeah, I guess that's get, true. Invite more animals over there. Yeah. And to build, you know, as much stuff as you can. That's, I mean, that's pretty much what this, uh, the objective of this game is, is to build, to continually yeah, but build. Yeah, Valley's actually to, good. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> this one's, I, I'll be honest, this, I, this one probably held my interest a little bit more than some of the games we played. Just yeah. to give it, you know, a fair chance. Um, I'm 
it's not my genre, but I'm going to say I'm going to recommend this. I'm going to give it my seal just because it's there's something there that I think people would like if they're into this sort of game, but it's just not for me, but I, I'm going to give it my seal. Um, so we've got a yes and a no. So Elliot did give us his side of it. Um, we're going to put that recording in now. So I've played a handful of Animal Crossing games in my time. Uh, the one on the 3DS, I think New Leaf is probably the one I've spent the most time playing. Overall, I, I enjoy the series. Um, and so with this, I feel like um, Pocket Camp is kind of a so-so Animal Crossing game. Um, I think it's an above average phone game, but not necessarily a great Animal Crossing game. Uh, overall, I really like the structure, like the zones, like the fishing zone, um, the gathering zone, that kind of stuff. I liked that. I like the long-term and short-term goals. They all seem really attainable. Um, if you spent time playing the game, you could get to. Um, things that I didn't like were the always online connection requirement. Um, for an Animal Crossing game, that just seems a little overkill to me. Uh, I thought some of the load times were a little kind of wonky overall, a little excessive. Um, I didn't hate this game, but I'm not going to give it my seal. And the reason I'm not giving it my seal is... Um, kind of simple. I, I have no interest in playing this game after this week. Um, so there you go. Well, it looks like this game is not budget arcade approved. Uh, Elliot nixed that pretty quickly. Um, so we do have a listener commentary. Jeff, you want to throw that out there for us? I knew Elliot was a smart person. Well, some days. Uh, of course. And I actually, uh, th- this commentary comes from Jesse the Jet. Um, you can be like Jesse and give us your commentary on our Discord server, uh, which we'll talk about here at the end of the show. But uh, I also warned Jesse up front that I tend to butcher these. So here we go. Uh, Longtime listener, first time caller. So I was excited to hear the next game was Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. When it first came out, I played regularly and even got a few co-workers into it too. At the time, I thought, I wish there was a little more to do. And they added a little more then a lot more uh, with a lot more came the so many Nintendo chores to do on my phone sentiment. I haven't played in a while and logged in again a few times now this week. Uh, There's a little too much monetization now. Can't keep up with the to-do list every day. I will credit Animal Crossing Pocket Camp for getting me back into New Leaf while I wait for New Horizons. I follow the Pocket Camp subreddit and highly recommend. It's amazing to see the great campsite cabin and camper setups people share, as well as discuss the new subscription thing. Overall, when there are so many good Animal Crossing iterations out there, it's hard to recommend Pocket Camps too strongly. If you have either the time or the cash to advance your campsite, it can't hurt to try it out and play until you feel like you're all done with it. Uh, thanks, Jesse. I agree completely. Um, now, I didn't. I obviously, I think you probably had a little more fun with the game than me, but it's that to-do list when you log into the game uh, is quite intimidating and and since the to-do list isn't fun you know like you've played an rpg before where you get um like all the side quests but those side quests a lot of times are fun and that makes you want to go do them but this these aren't fun for me next week we will be playing might and magic heroes errors of chaos i already downloaded it because i actually had pre-registered for it because it looked kind of interesting so we'll see yeah, I pre-registered as well, and as soon as it came out, I've I've actually I played a few days worth of it, but 
you know, we'll we'll uh, get to that next. Yeah, week. we'll save that. Thank you for joining us. Wherever you listen to us, we ask that you leave us a favorable review. Also, make sure that you subscribe wherever you listen. That way you never miss an episode. You can follow us on our social medias. That's uh, Facebook.com slash Budget Arcade on Twitter and Instagram at Budget Arcade. We also have a uh, website, www.budgetarcade.com. Uh, Elliot and I also have other podcasts you can listen to, like Every Comedy Ever or Tess and Elliot Argue. And I think there might be another one coming soon from one of us soon. If they want to talk. Right, about and it. you can join our discord to leave any of your commentaries for us uh, through our website uh, or as well through our Twitter. Um, you can send any hate mail to show at budgetarcade.com. Music is provided by Stimmage and you can download his music at metroidmetal.com. Thank you for joining us again and game on. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.